This podcast is made possible by thousands of dedicated listeners just like you. Be a part of this powerful three-decade legacy of evangelization by visiting materdayradio.com or downloading the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for joining us on the bridge between your faith and everyday life. What is your next mission from God? We all have one. Welcome to Your Next Mission from God with Julie Durko, where the saints show us how it's done. And sometimes they even got it wrong before they got it right. Julie tells their stories to help you find hope, inspiration, and direction to show how the saints discovered and accomplished God's mission for their lives. Have you ever had a dream inside of you that you were sure God put there, that this was a plan for your life, or some big decision, only to find that every door is shut and that it really isn't your path. Well, this is what happened to Louis and Zaley Martin. These are St. Therese of Lisieux's parents, and they had a different trajectory for their life. They were going in a completely different direction. It's a very interesting story and hopeful for those of us who worry about the decisions we have made in our lives or that we are going to make. Lewis loved the Lord and he was athletic and he was an outdoorsy kind of guy. And he had visited the Augustinian monks in the Alps at Grand St. Bernard. This is the, the, these are the monks that, that would help people across the Alps through the passes. And also they're the ones with the St. Bernard dogs that go out and rescue people who, you know, an avalanche comes and they need someone to get them. These, these were the monks. And it seemed like such a perfect fit for his personality and for everything about him. And they didn't outright reject him, but he was not proficient enough in Latin to join their community and begin the process. So he leaves after going and visiting and having retreats and things like that. He leaves and with the idea that he will learn Latin and that this will be a path that he pursues. But for whatever reason, he wasn't able to do it. And he ends up learning watchmaking and then opening his own business. So here he wanted to be a religious. Now he's a businessman and his craft is watchmaking. Zaley, on the other hand, she had thought that she should be a sister of charity with uh, the sisters of St. Vincent de Paul. And so as a young woman, her mother brings her to the Mother Superior and presents her there, like with this idea, I'm leaving my daughter here. <laughs> and the Mother Superior doesn't even ask her a question, engage her anything. She must add something from the Holy Spirit. Who knows? It's God's will. But she just said, you don't have a vocation and dismiss them. Just, just dismiss them. <laughs> Can you imagine how Zelie felt? I mean, her heart was set on this and all through her life, her heart kind of longed for that contemplative life or that life of service where you didn't have to deal with the pressures of a family. But anyway, that was a heart desire for her. And so she ends up going to school to learn intricate lace making and then opening her own business. So here we have two people, both wanting religious life, both business owners. It's 19th century France, and that's the situation going on for them. One day when Zaley was walking across a bridge and Lewis was walking from the other direction and they crossed. 
she heard an interior voice. Now, this is not unusual for Zella. She did have a mystical side and I commend her for not shutting it down just because she didn't get it right when it came to becoming a sister of charity for Vincent de Paul. Anyway, so she hears this interior voice and it says, this is he whom I've prepared for you. Can you imagine that? So long story short, three months later, three months later, they're married. Before we get into the next stage of this whole decision-making with them and, and discerning and correctly and everything, I want to talk to you about God's will for our lives because they really had an idea of how things were going to go and things didn't, things went a whole different direction for them. And sometimes when we make a decision, we have really good intentions and we really do believe it's the Lord's will, but we just have to trust him because he is like what I would say, the divine GPS. So when you turn on your phone to give you directions to go somewhere or a GPS system in your car, it tells you what to do. If you were not to listen to it or to mishear, not get it right, and you're going a way different direction, when you finally, let's say you're 300 miles off course, you didn't do it right, the GPS doesn't send you back to the beginning. The GPS gets you to your destination that God has in mind for you from where you're at. And it's that way for us in a very mystical sense. We can't go back in time. Maybe we didn't quite make the right decision or it wasn't the one or, or maybe it was the one, but the path is what we needed before we could actually say yes to God. It's, there's endless possibilities in this. We just have to trust the Lord, but, but we don't get to go back in time when we, when we are listening to the Lord. If he gets us where we need to be from every point we're at. So where I am at my life right now, where you are in your life right now is the perfect starting point. <laughs> to get where he needs you to go. You don't get to go back in time and start over. We don't get do-overs, but we get remakers. That's Jesus, he remakes everything, you know? And so he, he gets us there. This is kind of interesting because when we get back to, to Lewis and Zaley, we're going to see that when they got married, they decided to live as brother and sister. This, I think it's, it's really kind of hilarious. Like they want to do God's will, they're trying to do God's will. They got married. That was God's will. But now they're going to do it their way. We're going to live like brother and sister because after all, we wanted religious life and we'll be our own little community. Do you see? Do you see what they were doing? And it's something that we all do. We, we want to say and, and, and cooperate with God, but we still want to do it our way. It makes, okay, good example is Lent. How many times have you done this or seen someone who's done something like this? It's Lent. You're deciding what you're going to do for Lent. Maybe, and, and you want to participate in Lent and you want to have a holy Lent and you want to, you want to grow in holiness and, 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 and take advantage of this season. And so you decide to do something like, let's say, I'm just going to have bread and water. I'm just going to have bread and water for all of Lent. And you, you pick up something really hard to do because that's good for you and you're going to grow in spirituality and mortify like, like the Desert Fathers or something like that. What if God had something else in mind for you for Lent? Maybe you've got a little critical nature and you, you 
automatically think critical thoughts about your family or your friends. You're just automatically finding fault, critical. Let's say you have that. I'm not saying you do, but let's say that's the problem. What if the Lord wanted you to work on that? What if he wanted you to catch yourself when you started to say a critical thing and, and maybe pray about it and seek out inner healing for why you're that way? Or maybe that's what he wanted you to do in Lent. But you didn't listen to him. You went for this big mortification thing because that's what you decided to do. And in doing that, you might make the thing that the Lord wanted you to work on worse. Because if you're grumpy because all you get is bread and water, you might be even more critical. After all, you're being so holy and you can be more judgmental of others. You, you see what we do? Okay, that's, I'm not comparing Lewis and Zaley to that. I'm making an example of how we we want to be in God's will. We, we want to, and we, we try to fix, but we insert our will <laughs> and we do it our way. And that's kind of what they did. We're going to be married, but we're going to live as brother and sister. I mean, it's, the Lord wanted them to have children. The Lord wanted to bring this family into sanctity, Louis and Zaley, plus their children. And that was the path he had for them. After 10 months, a priest counseled them that this was, not, this was not the thing for them to do. So they lived as married people with the intimacy that is a, available in married life. And then they went, they had children and, and embraced that part of their marriage. But think about it. Sometimes when life gets tough, the, the choices that God made for us, like for Louis and Zelie, to, to be married, to have children, to go that route, which was so hard. They lost children. There were, there were some real hardships, joys and hardships. And there was a temptation. And there was a temptation for Zelly particularly, we know. It may have been for Lewis, but we have her writings. She used to write her sister a lot. And her sister was a religious. And of course, that probably reminded her a lot of the life she could have had. But she would write her sisters and we have those, those letters. And she would long for, oh, if I could just be a religious instead of this hard life, running a business, these children, the hardship, you know, the whole thing. I have a quote from her of how she would kind of combat that and think, oh, but the Lord had this in mind. But quickly, when this would happen, I tell myself, I wouldn't have my four little girls, my charming little Joseph. No, it's better that I struggle where I am and that they are here. So that was the way she com combated that temptation. But it reoccurred in her life over and over, and she had, to, she had to, to remind herself of her children. Even when they died, she had to remind herself that they were eternal, and then it was much better that, they, that she had had them and then lost them because she would have them for an eternity. You know, because well-meaning people might say, you shouldn't have had those kids too hard. <laughs> anyway, she... She, she did what she needed to do. And there's so much more to come. This, this couple have a lot to show us and to teach us. Pray with me. Jesus, Mary, Joseph, we love you. You've been listening to Your Next Mission from God with author and speaker, Julie Anderko. For more about Julie, visit her website at catholicfinishstrong.com and follow her YouTube channel, Catholic Saints on Mission. You can find previous episodes of Your Next Mission from God on the free Hail Mary Media app or your favorite podcast platform. Your Next Mission from God is produced at the studios of Mater Dei Radio in Portland, Oregon.
If you enjoyed this podcast, please consider sharing it with a friend. You can support this vital mission of evangelization through materdayradio.com or the Hail Mary media app. And thank you for helping us lead souls to Jesus through the Blessed Virgin Mary.